Now it's time for Half Hour to Health on 1077 The Pulse and 1073 WEMJ. I shall not feel good. Welcome to Half Hour to Health. I'm Dr. Stephanie from Crossroads Chiropractic, and I'm joined this morning by Dr. Barry Taylor of Love Your Body fame. Good morning. Thanks for being with us. Good morning, Dr. Steph. So it's that time of year. Allergies are plaguing people. And Mm. I, I have to say, I feel so blessed and lucky that knock on wood, that has never been me. But mm. I see the people with their eyes and the stuffy nose, and they just look almost exhausted from from dealing with seasonal allergies. So you've got some tips for us today. I do. You know, my style with you has been to put a little context in before we get to the top 10 tips. Yes. You will like the top 10 tips. Okay. However, I, I really want the listeners to appreciate that the allergies, a way of thinking about allergies is that they're stressors. Yeah. Something is stressing you. You know, you're eating something, smelling something, touching something that you are blessed, I'm blessed, we don't react the way some people do. So we're going to put allergies in the world of foods or chemicals or inhalants. So let's back into this so that people remember that something's triggering you that uh, doesn't trigger trigger your neighbor. And so um, I want to go over some of the things in the last 40 years before I get to do this, don't do this, as some background as to what are some of the contributing factors. You okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. So one contributing factor for sure is sometimes genetic predispositions are a factor as to why somebody's triggered by dust or mold or pollen or trees or grass or dairy. You know, your uncle, your aunt, your mom or dad did. Not always, but sometimes that's important to realize that's not a life sentence because there's something now called epigenetics, which is more than just genetics. Genetics are not your fate. It's not fixed, uh, but it's a factor. It's a predisposing factor. Uh, The other thing I want people to please appreciate is that when I'm looking at allergies in a larger context, um, before I'm looking at which of these top 10 tips you and I might suggest as really workable, I'm also looking in the world of toxins. The more toxic a person is, additives, preservatives, chemicals, uh, um, drug residues in the body, um, metabolites that your body, your liver, your colon, your skin, your lungs are not clearing. Your kidney bladder is just not clearing. So there's a relationship between people who have allergic symptoms and their body's toxic. They've got heavy metals. There's some burden out of whatever they've been breathing and eating in the last 5, 10, 20, 30 years that their body's not able to clear. Now, not everybody, because a baby maybe of three, six months could have allergies. But we're talking about, generally speaking, rather than just, oh, instead of ephedrine, and what, what can I use in the top 10 list, people could also be thinking, hmm, have I ever gotten my aluminum or mercury checked? You know, because my allergies are getting worse. They do get worse every time the pollens come out in the spring, but how your body accommodates to that reactivity 
can be related to how toxic your body is. It's also related to that something called embedded infectious agents, where maybe you haven't been sick for years. But if you have some residual strep or staph or viruses in your body, not like you're acutely sick, but in the way I evaluate people, you've got some chronic embedded infectious agents, then one pathway of thinking of allergies is that it really is affecting your immune system. And if your immune system is already down and out in Beverly Hills, because again, you're not walking around with a cold, you're not walking around with a strep, but you've had lots of infections in your life. You've had lots of things, maybe vaccinations. Oh, that's a different show for us, you and I to do, (laughs) you know, then possibly someone's allergies do get worse. It's not year round like a dust allergy or a dairy or a soy allergy. It might be mediated only by certain times of the year. However, how your body reacts may have something to do about how, whether there are some deeply held infectious agents of the last 3, 4, 5, 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Really? Yeah. Well, I had mono, I had Lyme, and I finally got out of it. But those infectious agents are still cellularly in your body, and that can make it a bit more predictable. And if you knew how to clear them out with homeopathics or other things, then you might not need to deal with your allergies as much. Other thing about some context about allergies has to do with you and I did a show some time ago on the microbiome. The healthier your colon is, the healthier all the friendly flora, the thousands, no, tens of thousands, no, hundreds of, no, millions of bacteria in your colon, your large intestine. So the health of your microbiome to some degree is related to a lot of things naturopathically related to health, particularly related to food allergies, less than a chemical or pesticide or color or a dust mold pollen inhalant chemical allergy, but particularly related to food allergies, um, how healthy your colon is. You know, do you have parasites that are not causing you chronic diarrhea, but they're embedded in your large intestine and they're part of a problem? Do you have chronic systemic candida and maybe not causing you persistent constant vaginitis, not causing you toenail fungus? But if I evaluated you because of the birth control pill, lots of sugar, lots of alcohol, do you have an overgrowth of candida your microbiome is out of balance, that's going to throw your immune system out of balance, which is going to make your susceptibility to allergies worse. And finally, regarding allergies, before we get into the top 10 tips, is what you and I have done a show on called adrenal overload. So we think, as I started to think, say, that the allergies are a stressor coming at you. And depending on how you're doing at work with money, with time, with somebody passing, with certain emotions, you know, the kind of demands that really affect you and I, that we have a lot of resources to deal well with. Well, aren't we doing a talk at your clinic sometime on stress? Oh, we'll come back to that. Okay, so how you do with stress, that maybe you're doing super well with it, or maybe, you know, you've kind of resigned yourself to doing the best you can, but truly your adrenals don't have enough vitamins A, B, and C, you know, you're hooked on coffee or you don't drink coffee, but you're pushing yourself through the day. The last point is the less well you do with stress, 
the less well then your timing comes in because you have this genetic possibility called pollen allergies, just like other people in your family, or nobody in your family did, but you know you get this way you know, every year for the last 10 years, doesn't mean you need to have it for the next 10 years. But if in January, February, March, you're, you're just so stressed out and you were meditating, but not enough, or you weren't meditating, or you were exercising, but not enough, what, however you're dealing with demands is not keeping up with your resources and so now you've got distress, that stuff can be mm, easy for me to figure out because it's what I love figuring out. But for somebody with allergies, they may not know, but now I'm going to tell them, that rather than just doing some of the top 10 tips is get your adrenals stronger, graze more, get yourself off sugar, do less alcohol, snack, graze more frequently because the stronger your adrenals are, the more capacity you're going to have for any of these top 10 tips to work. Makes sense. Yeah. The last thing um, before you probably want to take a break is the distinction between an allergy and a sensitivity. An allergy, listeners should know, is an immediate response between a few seconds and four hours. And the response can be mild, moderate, or severe. Distinct from a sensitivity, which is a delayed response, not to be confused with an allergy that is just mild. Sensitivities can be quite severe, actually way worse than an allergy, but you do not find them with allergy testing. You find them through sensitivity testing. A sensitivity is you eat it once, you're fine. You're exposed to it once, you're fine. A second, third, fourth time, now you're not fine. The reactions are delayed. And so they can be subtle and more difficult where I have clients coming to say, you know, when I eat this food, when I drink milk, I don't think I do well. Or when I'm outside with flowers, I don't do. And I did an allergy test. It came back. I'm fine. Negative. Then I would say we probably need to do some sensitivity testing. Hard to imagine. A lot of allergists don't do. So how do you test your sensitivities? Uh, There are blood tests looking at immunoglobulins, IgE, IgG. They've kind of skyrocketed. They used to be five $600, now they're $1,500 plus. But there are what are called ELISA ACT tests uh, that could be ordered. Questionable whether somebody's insurance would cover it, but th- they are medical tests. And I have other computers in my evaluation process where it's part of my evaluating people for nutrients. And I evaluate people for both an allergy to dairy as well as a sensitivity, an allergy to dust as well as a sensitivity. And just any medical doctor will tell you a sensitivity is different from an allergy. Uh, Unfortunately, the testing in that, in an allopathic world, is not as sharp as it could be. Okay. Well, if you're just tuning in, you're here on Half Hour to Health. We have a naturopathic doctor from Massachusetts, Dr. Barry Taylor, with us. We're talking allergies this morning. The show is sponsored by Crossroads Chiropractic. This month, you can have a complete examination with any necessary x-rays for just $49 at any of our three locations in Meredith, Pembroke, or Epping. Call us at 575-9080. That's 575-9080. You can find us on the web at crossroadschiropractic.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here on Half Hour to Health. 